You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Mic check, please. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ducks on the Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Jennings. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Brazier. My name is John Gordon. I'll be your host. And I'm your host, Katie Burke. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited Podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America. The DU Podcast, sponsored by Purina Pro Plan, the official performance dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Purina Pro Plan, always advancing. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ducks Unlimited Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Jennings. Joining us today from Ducks Unlimited Canada is Dr. Scott Stevens. Scott, how are you? I am good. Happy to be with you, Chris. Now, this is one of the most exciting podcasts that we do every year. Probably one of the most popular, which raises your visibility significantly on the podcast because you're always the one that brings such great news to American waterfowlers and typically bad news for Canadian waterfowlers. (laughs) But... What we're here to talk about is this significant winter weather that has really hit the Prairie Pothole region hard, cutting through the Dakotas across the north you know, section of the United States. But before we get this started, go ahead and explain kind of, you just showed us an image of what your front you know, yard looks like. Uh, go ahead and explain how this whole weather system came about up there for you guys. Yeah, well, I would say this is the first dose of cold weather that we've had. I I would say we've had kind of an unseasonably warm fall to date, but last night that changed and we got a system moving through and and we had snow on the ground when I got up this morning. Um, Here in Manitoba, um, I'm north of Winnipeg. 
not a ton of snow, but enough to cover the ground and, and, you know, it melted off the roadways. But yeah, so we have in the forecast, we will be slightly above freezing. I think our high today is 38 um, and then maybe 35 tomorrow. And then we are after that, we will be below freezing for the high and lows in the teens or maybe even single digits. So yeah, we are getting to that time of the year that birds will be moving out. Um, you know, when when I looked at the forecast uh, earlier in the week, you know, I was wondering, okay, am, am I, you know, did I have my last hunt already last weekend or is there going to be another one this weekend? I, I, I think I will get I will get a hunt this weekend, but that'll probably be it for us here, at least in Manitoba. Now, you mentioned that you did get out last weekend, shot some ducks, had a pretty decent hunt. Yeah. You know, just from what you saw and what you're kind of hearing up there, you know, what are the ducks doing, ducks and geese right now, you know, across Prairie Canada? Yeah, we got into some birds. We were hunting day roost ponds, but... You know, the interesting thing for me, Chris, was there were not birds all across the landscape. You know, we had to we had to kind of ferret out a little concentration. And once we found those, we were able to, you know, to make things work with them. But but it wasn't like everywhere you drove, there were birds all across the landscape. And that's been my experience. Um, you know, I, I was actually in Saskatchewan week before last. And uh, we, we usually make a big trip out to western Saskatchewan. The focus is to hunt white-fronted geese. We made the trek out there. And this is the first year in 15 years I got there. And it was like, oh my gosh, it's so dry. Like the the geese aren't here. Um, you know, big lakes, big lakes that, that had staged birds for the whole time I had been going there were dry. And there were just not geese there. So we had to, even folks like me have to come up with plan B and plan C. Um, and uh, we we trekked back eastward. We were in southeastern Saskatchewan, which has has some water. And we found some ducks and we were able to, to shoot some mallards and pintails. But yeah, so, you know, across the board, I would say there have been birds, you know, and in localized areas where you have water, people are finding birds, but that isn't everywhere. You know, I, I was struck by how dry it was in that country that, that I was in. Now, does a system, a system like this, does that help at all with that precipitation, you know, or the, the percentage of precipitation in the ground? And, and, you know, does it, does it provide any value there? Yeah, it, it definitely helps, but you know, when, when I was looking at conditions in that country, Chris, it will take a lot to turn that around, you know, and, and the first step is the soil moisture. You know, we've talked several times on the podcast about, you know, if we got some soaking rains and at least the soil moisture was high going to freeze up, that's a big help because then, you know, any snow we get runs, but it was so dry in that country, you know, like it would take a steady all day, three or four inch rain to soak that soil again. That's, that's how dry it is. So, you know, I, I guess my report would be there are parts of the Canadian prairies, at least, that are pretty dry. And, uh, you know, as we, as up here, we start to think, begin thinking about next season as this season will close down, mm -hmm. you know, we, we will, we will need some precipitation to turn that around. Um, but, but I know, you know, most folks who are tuning into this are excited about the opportunities that are coming as birds are moving south. And and that will definitely be happening here 
over the next week or so. Yeah. And, you know, we did a migration alert just a couple of days ago. Uh, freelancer John Pullman wrote that and you were quoted in it. Actually. Right. Yeah. I had been in touch with John. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of outlines exactly pretty much what you're talking about. But, you know, when we send those alerts, we, we have the way the system works, we have to designate it to a, a flyway or two flyways. And so that actually went to the central and Mississippi flyway email subscription list, but kind of explain how a system like this will impact all four flyways. You know, that's that's a technical glitch that we weren't able to send it to all four. But, you know, from your perspective and, and really all these birds kind of dumping out of the Canadian prairies, just explain to our audience what that means for all the flyways. Yeah. Well, you know, when we have birds staging up here, like I would say Manitoba and Saskatchewan, and we'll even throw in Alberta, you know, when, when dabbling ducks are leaving those areas, you know, I would say there, there are some birds from Alberta that will go into the Pacific Flyway. You know, most of the dabbling ducks, it would be primarily a Mississippi and Central Flyway affiliation. But if we think about divers, you know, there's there's contingents of canvasbacks and redheads that kind of make a more eastward, eastward and southward migration and will end up in Atlantic Flyway. So, you know, folks in the upper Midwest and even even some of the Atlantic Flyway states could see divers picking up in their area as we freeze up here. You know, scop and redheads, canvasbacks are probably already moved out, most of them, but if there are any left, they'll be moving too. Stay tuned to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, sponsored by Purina Pro Plan, after these messages. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. So you're planning on hunting this weekend. This will probably be your last shot. 
what's the plan going? You know, cold weather, you know, probably you're going to be dealing with a little bit of ice. Yeah. You know, what's the plan? Yeah. Our plan, me and my usual hunting buddy is we will show up probably Friday evening. You know, after work, we'll, we'll be able to get out before dark. And we'll probably go back to the area that we hunted last weekend. There were good numbers of mallards there. And we'll just kind of see what they're doing. You know, one, one of the interesting observations, Chris, this year, and this happened in Saskatchewan and it happened to us here in Manitoba, is we are not seeing the normal number of birds flying out and feeding in fields. That, that was the case early in Saskatchewan. When I was there a week before last, we actually scouted found birds in a field. We set up there the next day. They didn't really come to the field. They were instead hitting water. Now, my hypothesis on that was that at the time, conditions were warm enough. I mean, we were sort of, you know, highs in the 60s or 70s during the day. It was just so mild that there was not a big, you know, they, they did not need a bunch of energy to kind of maintain themselves. There was not a big, you know, like, like it is now, it's like birds will be wanting some energy to stay warm and, you know, fuel migration and all those things. But that was not the case previously. So, you know, there could be a field shoot, but I suspect once again, we'll be looking for these smaller, we refer to them as day ponds or day roosts or sipping ponds, you know, that birds will hit first thing in the morning and uh, and then go out to the field and then stop at those coming back. So that's that's kind of our strategy. We'll be out scouting, you know, Friday evening, hope to kind of figure out what birds are doing and probably set up in a wetland. Um, you know, although if we found a field that they were pounding into, um, you know, might set up in a field and, and go from there. But actually what happened on this past Saturday, uh, we had hunted Friday evening in a spot. We had done well. We, we shot our limit, but we didn't have much time to scout after that. So we came out Saturday morning right at, right at sort of sunrise quickly found a bunch of birds dumping into a day pond. We were able to get permission. We went in there that morning. In fact, we were set up at 9 a.m. And by 11, we had shot 16 mallards. So, you know, e even kind of showing up at daylight and figuring out what birds were doing, we were able to put it together. But uh, yeah, like, like we discussed, this will probably be our last opportunity to do that. You know, I have definitely seen situations. I, there were a number of years ago that I did a hunt up here. I found a field, a cornfield that birds were going into. I actually went, I found it in the morning. So I thought, well, I'll go do an afternoon hunt there. When I drove out there, the birds were still in the field and they were very hesitant to get out of the field. In fact, I pulled out in the field. They got up from the area that they were feeding in. I set up my decoys and then, you know, as I drove to park the truck, they finally left the field and my explanation for that is they know the end is coming. You know, they're looking to pack on, mm -hmm. pack on all the, the energy and fuel up for a big jump in migration. And, uh, you know, after we were set up, they trickled back there. We shot our mallards. Uh, it was just my son and I on that day, shot our 16 mallards. And as we were picking up, birds were landing in the field around us. So, you know, there was clearly, you know, a big drive to to get that energy on board. And then, you know, I, I suspect they were probably gone the next morning. So we, we could have those situations happening right now. So were the mallards you shot last weekend, were they pretty colored up? Are they, are oh, yeah. they, they're getting pr 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, by now, those things should be... I've seen a lot of pictures from guys who went to Canada this season, and they always post their pictures of their brown... It's just like a big pile of brown birds. Right. Can't tell what's what. Yeah. Uh, but I figured this late, this late, you're going to get some some pretty color on some of those birds. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they were, they were colored up nice. There were a couple that, you know, we had come in and were squinting. It's like, eh, I think that might be, you know, kind of a an immature drake that is just now getting colored, but most of them were really nice looking greenheads. And, you know, kind of the the measure of when that usually happens up here is around Canadian Thanksgiving, which is kind of first week in October. So yeah, we've had mostly colored up birds for, you know, several weeks now. So yeah, they, they will be looking nice as they come south. Yeah. Now, you know, as we describe this, you know, this is kind of our big hurrah for North American or American hunters, I should say, you know, that Canadian prairies are going to freeze. Yeah. The assumption is all the ducks are leaving. That's not necessarily the case. I mean, you got, it doesn't, the birds just don't completely disappear. You'll still hold some pockets of d- ducks and geese on larger bodies of water, correct? Yeah, that's right. It it takes longer. I, I've discovered up here, it takes longer than you think it would of having those cold temps to really lock everything up. And, you know, and there would still be options for, you know, moving water if there are river systems, creek systems that birds can get into, they can hold out for a while. I, I would say the the big key here is they're likely to hold out longer um, if we don't have the snow cover because then there, there's food accessible in the fields. But, you know, we got a little dose of snow. It's kind of melted off here where I am, but I know I got pictures from my hunting buddy in Western Manitoba and there was closer to like five or six inches out there. So that oh, is yeah. that is not likely to go away, you know, in the next couple of days. And so, you know, it, it, it will take a few days of those cold temps for even the big water to lock up. So, you know, like I said, it won't happen by this weekend, but, you know, by a week from now, everything will be locked up and, you know, save some really unusual holdout birds hanging out on a river or, you know, something that's, you know, uh, warm water from from some power plant or something like that. Most of the birds yeah. will will be headed out. Yeah, I think I just wanted to set that tone. We we make it sound like it's just like a one-day deal and they're all gone. Right. You're not ever going to see a duck. So I just wanted you to explain that kind of yeah. to our listeners. But yeah, I mean, this is this is an exciting time. I mean, I looked, I don't know, probably five, six days ago, and I have one of the cities on my app, my weather app is Saskatoon, and I constantly watch that and I'm waiting. And then right. and I literally walked into my boss, Matt Young's office, like Monday, and I'm like, hey, like, look at this 10-day weather. And it's right. like in Saskatoon. It just goes to like 23 and then it just stays. Yeah. You know, they have, I think they had one day that they're above in the 10-day that they were right. above freezing. And it might have been today. So yeah. um, that's, you know, that's definitely an indicator of migration for us. That That's the kind of thing that we're looking for. And um, and I know that that it's a it's a sad time for you, but a, a pretty happy time for some of us. So. Right. Yeah. No, I can definitely appreciate that. So, you know, some folks are just thinking about getting started, right? You know, seasons oh, in yeah. mid-latitude states are just opening up and they're looking for that push of birds. So, you know, I, I would say I would say there there is likely to be a movement of some birds this weekend, but um, you know they they all won't be gone from here by this weekend. It will take into next week before the final birds are pushed out. So there'll there'll be a movement. You know, I would say this weekend and into next week. Awesome. Yeah. We're as I go through and we're doing. We have a Wisconsin alert today. We have a New York alert, and they're all you know. Everyone's kind of talking about 
over the course of the next four or five days, we should be picking up birds. So that sounds like, you know, sounds like even, even there, those people don't have PhDs in, in waterfowl ecology, but, uh, but they have an idea that it, it sounds like you, you can back that claim up. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's, that's consistent with my prediction too. Although it was, <laughs> it was interesting, Chris, I know when I was out on my trip out West, you know, I touched base with my wife and I said, yep, no geese here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was with friends who also happened to work for DU um, down your way. So there were three of us. And she said, well, if you three can't figure out what the ducks and geese are doing up there, then then you're probably in deep trouble. So, <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know what's going on in the prairies, we're, we are in big trouble. So that's hilarious. Yeah. And although it was a struggle, we did we did finally figure it out and found some birds. So so maybe, maybe that's a little credibility for us. So as your season as a whole, was it pretty good up there? I would say, you know, even even last week when we, or week before last, when we found birds in Saskatchewan, it was still tough, Chris. Like the the day that we set up in that field and birds didn't come to the field, we regrouped and set up in the afternoon and there were three of us hunting. We ended up shooting limits of mallards and pintails as the sun set that day, you know? So, so, so I know that, Sometimes, you know, folks get the impression that like, oh, when you come to Canada, it's like awesome lights out hunting all the time. You know, it's limits by nine o'clock and, and it can definitely be like that. But there, you know, I've told people it's like, hey, they made they made us work for it this year. So, you know, that that's that's kind of been the case. Um, you know, this past weekend, it was it was very good hunts and, you know, it was picking nice plumed up drakes and, you know, two of us shooting 16 green heads. So that was pretty good. But that's that's not been the case all year. You know, I, I had good hunting for for blue wing teal early on, but yeah, it's it's been it's been tough. They've made they've made us work for it this year, I would say. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what I heard from most people who spent some time up in Canada this year. You know, I know a group of guys that go up and hunt just for uh snow geese and they had yep. like their worst they had their worst year ever. And then okay. I talked to other guys who have gone up there and they're like, yeah, it was, it was our best year for geese. So it's like, okay, you know, it's a mix and it sounds like everyone pretty much had to work for it a little bit. So, yeah. And, and somebody I think said, well, if, you know, if it was easy, you guys would lose interest. And after this year, I kind of went, well, I could take a few more easy days where everything worked like it was supposed to. But yeah, they're, they're right. You know, a little struggle isn't bad for us. So no, not at all. Not at all. If it was easy, you know, that would, that'd probably be big trouble for the ducks too. Yeah, that's right. Right. Exactly. Well, Scott, this has been fantastic. It's a great update. It's always a fun time of year. Uh, you know, just looking at it, we've had, looking at the past shows we've done it on this when, you know, big freeze up in Canada type show, I, be I believe two years ago, it was October 10th. Okay. Yep. And then last year it was like November 7th. Right. So we are, you know, pushing it later definitely you know than than the first one we did but kind of staying in the, in the middle of that so this seems like you know um not right on time maybe a little slow but um, it's always always good news and, and always good to hear from you with with this type of news i'll definitely keep you in the loop chris i'll send you a note when they gone so <laughs> okay awesome <laughs> we will add that into a migration alert we'll just say dr scott stevens gone they gone <laughs> they <Yeah>. are gone <laughs> i yeah. appreciate it sounds good I'd like to thank my guest, Dr. Scott Stevens, for joining us today and kind of walking us through the progression of how the prairies in Canada are covered up with winter weather and birds are starting to get out of there. I'd like to thank our producer, Chris Isaac, for putting the show together and getting it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the DU Podcast and supporting wetlands conservation.
Thank you for listening to the DU Podcast, sponsored by Purina Pro Plan, the official performance dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Purina Pro Plan, always advancing. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit ducks.org slash DU Podcast. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside.